Rock and roll. The crowd seems to love it. Exclusively on Tucson's new run, 92.1 KFMA, Green Valley, Tucson. For an adult audience, Love I May contain sexually oriented content on a good night. Listener discretion is advised. What did that guy say? I don't know. That music was ripping, though. The phone number for Love Line is 1-800-LOVE-191. That's 1-800-L-O-V-E-191. And now, here's Love Line with your hosts, Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Carrie. Yeah. You're 21. Yeah. What's happening, Perky? Uh, nothing much. Just hanging out. Great. Um, my question to you... <laughs> that would well, be, be well, true. Why is that? Uh, why is that? I'll yeah. tell you why. Because you're able to manipulate y yourself. You know, yeah, they're, they're, everybody has their own sort of... Uh, no, no. It, 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 anatomy it, it, and neurology that affects what it is that they need in order to achieve this. No, but this isn't something that's just exclusive to carry. Right. Most women operate better this way because they can control the tempo... And they can control the pressure. And uh, they can uh, stimulate the clitoris. Well, how can I change that? Because I know that my partner, I think he likes it better if, if we could do it at the same time, you know. And I think that sometimes, I mean, he likes it when I'm going to have an orgasm. Yeah. And um, I, I like it when he has an orgasm. And it's fun if we could do it together. Right. And it's I even think that's more kind of a... I think that's sort of a fantasy. It'd be nice if you guys could do it on the wing of the spruce goose, too. Wouldn't, right, it? wouldn't right. that be great? Yeah, it'd be great. I think <laughs> it's great. It ain't happening. People have a fantasy that that has to happen or to be fulfilled, and that's kind of a Look, you know, you, you want to know how to have one together? He has one, you fake it. No! Please. Carrie, I don't have any sympathy for you. You're on top of... You're having an orgasm. You're having an orgasm during <laughs> intercourse, which um, I don't know. Head of the pack, right? I there. mean, I, I don't know statistically, Drew, but I would say amongst women 18 to 24, I would say the amount of them that can have an orgasm during intercourse is below 40%. I was going to say below 50, but that was being conservative, so you may well be right. Yeah, now, I don't, I don't mean it's 14%. Right. Uh, it yeah. could be 38%. Right. But uh, less than half, yes, I would agree. say, of, of young women who yep. are um, semi-new to sex cannot have an orgasm uh, when they're having intercourse. I would agree with that. All right. So Carrie is um, amongst the 60% elite, right. uh, vaginally elite in this country. Part of the Republican Guard. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's start the show. Phone number for Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Carolla. That is Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew, board-certified physician, addiction medicine specialist. And Tyra Banks is into him in a big way. Hey, it was a huge week last week. Natasha Henstridge came in here on Sunday and uh, professed her love for me. Tyra Banks came in here on Thursday and was about ready to give it away to Dr. Drew. I think that says something. What does that say? I think that MTV show is finally oh. paying some dividends. It's got to be it. All, All right. right. Anything going on? Um, mm, no, I don't think so. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? Uh, I'm going to go on Politically Incorrect tomorrow. Great. And I'm going to debate Woody Harrelson. Great. About pot. Great. Yeah. It's your second time on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll, I'll say, put in a word for you. You are so lucky I've been on that show once, <laughs> because I would be livid if you were going uh, there for your second That's time true. around and I've not been I on there once. You would actually kick my ass. Bill needs to come on this show. I'll talk to him. Thank you. Yeah. Please. Yeah, we I can't get past the public. Really? Yes. Yeah. Oh. I know. 
You know what happens, and I don't believe there's anything diabolical here. I don't think um, they say to us in person, oh, yeah, hey, love to do it. Oh, yeah, we're a fan of the show. They just forget And then go publicist. brief their publicist. Yeah. No, no, no. They just forget about it. Right. And the publicist takes a, a, a usual party line against anything. Well, the publicist is, uh, hey, it ain't the Tonight Show. Yeah, right. Uh, it's, uh, it's radio. Uh, screw that. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I think the publicists don't want to get out of bed and haul their uh, lazy fat ass out here either. But anyway, all right, so talk to Bill Maher, get him on. And Mike's into you in a big way tonight, you know what I'm saying? He's just, you're cracking his... Something's going on. He's got, he must have put like one of those exploding things you put in a cigarette in my mic or something. He's waiting. He's not usually this fixed on the show. He's usually looking down. You're looking up and laughing. Yeah. Hey, I was at a uh, strip club in Vegas last night about uh, 2.30 in the morning. Oh, yeah? And um, just a um, word of advice to all uh, strippers and potential lap dancers out there. Uh, stripping etiquette. Do not bring up your pregnancy in the conversation that you're having uh, while I'm uh, feeding money into the G-string. Don't bring up the pregnancy. What context? Well, um, this will be great for him, baby. I was sitting next to uh, Jimmy from uh, Win Ben Stein's Money. Mm. Uh oh, his wife's not yeah. listening. Well, don't worry, Anne will call her and tell her. All right, hey Anne, come on, leave the poor guy I alone. I won't say anything. Right. And um, the girl recognized me and recognized uh, Jimmy, right. and she said, "Oh my God! Oh, I watched that Ben Stein's Money. I love that show. I, you know, I watched every night when I was home pregnant. And the woman's naked. She's in front of you." And she's talking, you know, she's rubbing her uh, yabos in your in your in your in your forehead, and she's talking about being pregnant, and it's just uh, it's just bad. And then um, another one was talking about her. Uh, oh, you guys are from L.A. I'm going to go down there and see my plastic surgeon tomorrow. Please, ladies, you should be talking about you know uh, what it was like in Catholic school and uh, how uh, hairy back guys make you hot. Let's not talk about pregnancy. Okay, Drew. Those poor women. Uh, and then plus, you have a conscience oh, too. You have oh, a conscience. Oh, it's horrible. So it's you know, horrible. Right. It's horrible. The show's ruined that experience for me. I bet. You know, I. Everyone else sees these women naked up on stage, uh, mincing about. I see them as five years old with like the shadow of their father yeah. and the oh. door of their bedroom. You know, uh, coming after them. Yes, <sighs> that's it. It's it's ruined. It's ruined. I'm, Do you I'm hear me? Delighted. It's not that bad though. Thank God I can still watch the pornography, Jason. Yeah. You're 24. About marijuana. All right. Great. Just warm me up for tomorrow night. Yeah, you're yeah, going to well, kill Woody Harrelson because the problem with guys who debate marijuana pro is they smoke a lot of weed and they just don't fire quite as uh, quickly as they could. Invite him on also. And by the way, Drew. Can you Drew, please work in for I will, I will. me? Drew, you're you not. A, with me? Why don't you come with me? All right. Yeah, come meet at my house at, at 4. <laughs> Seriously. Well, she I'm should meet you over at um, you know what, a, you know ABC, what that's, CBS. You know yeah. what that's like. No, she could oh, do that. It'd you, be a lot look, faster. You've been, you, but you and I have been through the experiences with all those guards and stuff. Yeah, I know, but you, you could work it out. I just think it'd be a lot faster for him. All right, I'll call Chip. Jason. Yeah. What's going on? All right. Um, about a week ago, I smoked uh, pot for the first time ever, mm -hmm. and I was wanting to know about how long it stays in your system for. And I took probably about probably like four hits. Mm. And I've never done it before. Mm -hmm. uh, I would expect it about actually within a couple of days. What's that? It actually, probably out within a couple of days. Oh, really? Why? What are you doing? Well, nothing. I just, because uh, I've been a, uh, like a Mr. Mom, mm -hmm. and then uh, a couple jobs have come up that I thought, hey, you know, I might uh, 
you know, my daughter's starting school this next year, you know, and I need to find a job probably when she starts. And then... Where's your wife? Or your... Excuse me. I beg your pardon. The mother of the child. Oh, she's here. Okay. But you've been taking care of the child? Well, yeah. Yeah, we... It's just... You know, I missed her mom, and she... All right, so you smoke pot, you want to find a job next week. Don't worry about it. Fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, go ahead. Even if you smoke a lot of pot, it's usually out within a week or two. Oh, really? Yeah. All right? All right, thanks a lot. All right. right. Or you just get in the radio. Then, yeah, then it's sort of... (laughs) No uh, problem at all. Are you kidding? (laughs) Yeah. They put that uh, hurry stamp right on your right on your resume to uh, so they can uh, work the paper through that much uh, paperwork through that much faster if they uh, smell marijuana on your breath. You gotta say, Adam, it's nice being here alone with you. Look at that; it's been like a week and a half. Yeah, I was just noticing that. Yeah, it, it felt funny. I couldn't figure out why. It's because I'm not used to talking to you without somebody else here. Yeah. All right, let's go. On. Okay. <laughs> you done the novelty worn off, <laughs> Mike? Yeah. You're 13. Yeah. What's up? Okay, I have a girlfriend. Her name's Carolyn, and we get really great along together. I mean, we're both really funny, you know, and on and on. But the problem is, is like missing that special something, you know. You're missing it. I'm missing it. I'm asking you that. Or no, I mean, we get along really well together, but I don't think she's the one. For you? Huh? Yeah. Well, you oh, shouldn't. Boy. You shouldn't feel bad about that. Okay. No, she's just a friend. Huh? Listen, your first tip that uh, you, she's not the one for you is how well you get along. We get along great, but there's just like... All right. Okay. Mike, what grade are you in? I'm an eighth. All right. You're, you're fine, Mike. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't be embarrassed or feel ashamed that you don't have yeah. some special feelings. Presumably, her feelings are a little stronger than yours. Is that yeah. right? Listen real carefully. Don't, Stay Mike, with us. Don't ever Mike. smoke marijuana. I beg you. Okay. Don't even, I don't even try me. Don't even try Promise it. me you'll never even walk by a head shop. I want you to cross the street and go to the other side if there's a, if there's an auditory odyssey coming up or a record store or a head shop. Please, Mike. Okay. Um, okay. Is something real fast? Yeah. I'm in a band, and we have a song called Drug Suck. So, you know. There Drug you Suck? Yeah. All right. All right. It's going to be ironic when the drummer ODs in about three years. Yeah, Mike. Um, uh, look. Hey, Mike. Yeah. Can you sing us a couple of bars of uh, Drug Suck? Oh, drugs suck. Yeah. Okay. Um, what, do you d- have a second for me to get it out? Yeah. Do you are are you a lead singer? Uh, no, I'm a bass guitarist. Bass guitar? Yeah. So I don't sing for much, but uh. But can you sing a little? Huh? Can you sing a little? The drugs suck. You might, can I have my friend sing it? Yeah. All right. Is he there? Yeah. You got some instruments? Yeah. All right. Listen. Hey, Mike. Huh? Why don't you guys get poised with your instruments? We'll take another call, and then we'll get back to you in about two minutes. Okay. All right, then we're going to hear Drugs Suck? All right. All right, hold on there, Mike. Always looking for new talent on the show, Drew. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I don't think Mike heard a uh, effing word you were saying. No. And seemed to misunderstand just about everything you told him. Those listening skills will come along later. Uh, I'm sure. Stephanie. Yes. What's going on? You're 26. Um, yeah, I have a friend that I've known for, like, about 10 years. And um, he moved away, and he lives in the Bay Area now. And... I want to know how you could tell, like, if he was gay. He's never been around a girl. He's not, like, he doesn't seem like he's attractive to girls. And he's, we have a really good friend of ours that he's calling up and checking up if he's dating somebody or. Now, what do you care? Well, I don't really. I just, because he acts different and stuff. I mean, I feel as I just want to know if normal. Why right, hold on. A... I'll get to the bottom of this. Right. Is he a neat guy? Is he a neat guy? Neat, yes. Cleanly. Oh, extremely. Mm-hmm. No, he, like, right. has to have his clothes pressed or hung up or... Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he lives up in the Bay Area. Uh, and he comes down, and we live in the Valley, and he comes down to the Valley and visits us, and me and, it's me and my husband and my two kids. It's like... Mm-hmm. All right, Stephanie? Uh-huh. Be quiet for a second. Okay. But people just pick up what you say and run with it, even if there's no real conclusion. He lives in the Bay Area? Uh-huh. Does he, uh, does he follow the 49ers at all? Um, yeah. He does? Uh-huh. Oh, that counterbalanced the neatness thing. He's a sports fan? Um, well, I don't know about a sports fan, but he'll watch football. I mean... Okay. That even that rates okay. a little higher. All right. All right. Uh, drink a lot of uh, Diet Pop? Um, no, he's not really worried about it. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't drink Diet Soda. Um, uh, what about... Is there ever those mock turtlenecks? Mock turtlenecks? Uh, they're like a turtleneck, but not quite. Yeah, like yeah, like they go up halfway or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. call them dickies sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wears those a lot of sweaters in general. Yeah, like things that are like yogurt. Does, does he coordinate colors when he dresses? He yeah, definitely. Does he ever wear um, like argyle socks? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So socks become sort of a, 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 a important part of his fashion statement. Oh, definitely. Mm, yeah. Yogurt. Hey, is he eat yogurt? Um, Aubrey? I'm not sure. Hmm. She got a squeegee in his bathroom? <laughs> um, I'm not sure about that either. Mm-hmm. That All right. right. That's the acid test. Right? I'm going with gay. Okay. That's what... I, I think but he real is. More importantly, why do you care? Oh, because I want him to act normal. He acts kind of strange around us. Act... Because I think... What no, do I don't act... mean normal. I don't mean normal. I mean, like you want him to let down some facade yeah, and I mean, be able to feel free to be who he is. Me, right. I just want him to be... What business is he in? He is um, in computers. Well, why don't you ask him who he's dating? Uh, because I, I don't think he is dating anybody. Yeah, but he might be dating a guy. That's yeah. He's and then tell him to feel free to bring that person around. Yeah. Okay. And that uh, you know, and leave, leave open-ended, sort of non-specific kinds of uh, opportunities for mm-hmm. him to tell, tell you who he is, like that. I mean, you say who you're gay, dating, it doesn't mean you're dating male or female. It's just you know. See, Stephanie's dying for uh, her friend to come out with his uh, sexual proclivity. I think she's and something, something. I hope everyone I know just keeps it under their hat. Why? I don't care what they are. Well, yeah. I, I, I don't like uh, looking at platonic people in a sexual way. Right. One way or the other. That is I, weird, isn't it? I don't want to picture uh, a guy banging them, a girl banging them, them banging a guy and a girl. It, what is that? I don't know, but it's almost, um, it's not quite as bad as like, your parents. you know, it's like, it's like your, parents, your grandparents yeah. are at the top of the yeah. list, then your parents, then uh, maybe there's um, a school teacher or some, someone in yeah. official uh, capacity, right. you know, but then after that, it's just, uh, eh, I, I don't want to know what people are up to sexually. Mm-hmm. Unless, I mean, if it's a guy friend of mine, he's going out with some, some spokesmodel, uh, that's a little different. I'll make an exception. Mike? Yeah? How's the band doing? It's doing good. All right, so... Um, Right, What's um, the name of your band? DG. DG? DG. All right. <laughs> People just never say yes. Huh? All right, DG. DG. Okay. And the name of the song is Drug Suck? Drug Suck. All right. All right, Um, this is on tape because it's too late to set up our amps and stuff. Okay. All right, so this it might sound a little weird. All right, but we're not going to hear the entire thing. Okay, just the like... 20, 20 seconds. 20 seconds? Yeah. All right. You ready, Mike? Mm-hmm. Here's DG with Drug Suck. Drug Suck, just stay away. Drug Suck, put away. Bang, bang, bang. What do you think? Uh, uh, 
Hello, is my mic on there, Mike? There we go. Hey, uh, Drew was banging his head over here, Mike. That's some pretty righteous rock and roll. Okay, then. You kicked those uh, Hanson pussies' asses. No, duh. It's awesome. Yeah, you guys are hot. You guys are like, uh... Huh? You're like a young silver chair. All right. Yeah. You said we're a young silver chair. Yeah, you guys rock pretty good. How how old is everyone else in the band? Uh, We're all about 13. Okay. Yeah. Now, listen. You guys are going to need a manager and an agent, and you're all going to need to drop out of school immediately. You understand? Yeah. All right. Look into that. All right. All right. That's nice. Tell him to make a giant coil pot and set it out (laughs) to sea, too. Wow, I think I could have gotten to that band when I was 13. It's so funny when I was when I was that age. The bands that we get together were playing like the beat. Do 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 do. Listen, do do you want to know a secret? Do do you promise not to tell? Spencer, what's going on? Spencer, yes. Are you in a band? No, I'm not. Oh, thank God. What's up? Okay, I guess I got kind of a story. A friend of mine went to Mexico about four weeks ago. She came back and she was having this past week problems with her stomach. She was having to go to the bathroom a lot. Which she was is really uncomfortable. Which is a common, common part of traveling in Mexico. Apparently, she went to the um, emergency room on mm. a few days ago. In Mexico? No, here. No, no here. Good. She's been back for four weeks. She went to the emergency room and the doctor took an x-ray. Mm-hmm. And what he found was some sort of like worm-like larva thing mm-hmm. the size of an eel. And he said that it was from eating, she'd eaten meat in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And apparently... The fertilizer sometimes in Mexico is human excrement, mm. and some sort of bacteria has started growing. In well, you're com- you're confusing a few things here. You're confusing a lot of stuff. <laughs> well, here. that's what I'm trying to find out. What am I confusing? Okay, first of all, it wasn't the size of an eel. Well, first of all, I mean, if it's the size of an eel, it it may well be a tapeworm, but that's not so particularly common down south. Although it's it's present. In fact, uh, one of the more common causes of seizure in uh, Los Angeles is the the tapeworm eggs getting up into the brain. Oh. Uh, the, yeah, but hey, listen, you eat a taco in Tijuana on Monday, and on Wednesday, you don't have a tapeworm the size well, of an eel no, in you. no, but you can get ascaris. Ascaris, listen, ascaris can be rather large, and ascaris is endemic down in Mexico. And that, those, What's ascaris? It's a, it's, look, it's a worm that can be a couple, you know, a foot or so long. And yeah, you but pass it, it doesn't grow a it foot grows. or so in three days, you jackal. Yeah, but how long was she down there for? Um, I don't know, I think about a week or something. Mm, that's awfully mm. fast. All right, but, but this thing had laid eggs in her intestines, and the, they, there was little larvae in it. You can yeah, see but Spencer, no, 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 no. All right, so what do you want? You don't want? see it on the x-ray. You see, the, you study the stools, and you look at it under a microscope, and you see the ova and or the, ova and, or the parasite. That's a, that's a, are you not from Southern California, are you? Yes, I am. Okay, because this is a real common out here. I mean, the, really? the, the, the... the you don't go to. You don't drink water. You don't think, drink milk. And you don't things that drink or eat things that touch those things. Oh, you get, you can only so you drink booze in Mexico. So what you can get down there very commonly is amoeba. You can get the various worms, ascaris, tapeworms. You can get uh, a uh, very common what's called enterotoxigenic E. coli or a traveler's diarrhea. You get those, that, and they are extremely dangerous sometimes, but they're highly treatable if they're identified. You know, I used to go down to Tijuana twice a year. I've been to Tijuana probably 15, 16 times in my life, and I used to eat dozens of those tacos off the cart, the shopping cart that was modified with a butane tank. Now we know what's wrong with you. I ate tons of those. I staggered up and down the streets. I, uh, I, I fell asleep in alleys. I went to bars. Never had a problem. 
Well, you're very lucky. And if you, if you go further into Mexico, and it becomes much more serious, okay, too. But, I mean, so you can't, Spencer, you cannot eat ice. You can't eat vegetables that have touched water. No. You, you have to be very cautious. You can't eat ice cream. I mean, there are extraordinary problems with the water supply down there right. and, and the dairy supply. But it's a wonderful country. So when she gets rid of it... Hepatitis A, you get from that? When she gets rid of it, yeah. Will you be able to see it? Uh, if she's ascaris, they pass it. Listen, she, went, she, she went to a doctor. They got it all worked out, right? Yeah, it's all treatable. Yeah, okay? they killed it. They killed it, it. It's treatable. All right. And listen, stop uh, spinning yarns about uh, the size of an eel and all that nonsense. If she was down there for a week, even if she got it on the first day, she doesn't have anything the size what, of an eel what, in her. Yeah, what difference does it make? You know what I'm saying? She, so she has parasites. That's the way it goes. You get them down there. You should. You got to be very careful with. <laughs> what do you want to do? Put her, put her down, Spencer. No, I <laughs> Put a bullet in her, like old Yeller? No, because another friend of mine just got back from Mexico tonight, and he was, like, eating, like, steak all day long, and now he's freaking out. Yeah, he's fine. Well, get, get a stool checked in a month, and you can see from there. You know, pretty soon we're just going to have to put a big net up in uh, in uh, San Diego, too, so that, uh, like, airborne stuff doesn't come blowing over the border. Please, that country. My God. i got to do something about that country. Drew, what are we going to do? It's getting better. It is? Yeah. No, it's not. Come yeah. on. <laughs> it's ridiculous. All right. Uh, what the hell are we talking about? Drew, what is the longest uh, tapeworm that's ever been uh, taken I out of somebody? Know. I'm sure it's... You know, what do you think? 16 feet. Somewhere. 16 feet. That was from Mike the Engineer in 1977. <laughs> is that amazing? It can be huge, yeah. They're the only thing I remember from biology, uh, Mr. Dilberti uh, taught that. By the way, uh, everyone knew you are wearing a rug, and you can kiss my ass. But uh, he... F- he f- he uh, failed me in the 10th grade, and then I wasn't allowed to take biology anymore. I had to take science, which yeah. is sort of, uh, it's, it's retard biology, it, but it doesn't sound that bad. It's a little generic sounding, science. Uh, we're going to see how many sections you can cut this apple into and stuff like yeah. that while wasn't everyone else. is there a worm or some kind of a parasite that women used to swallow, a tapeworm maybe, that to would... Yeah. Yeah, that's an old uh, sort of a wives' tale. You don't really lose weight, you lose nutrients. And people can get sort of malnourished from it, but it's not a great way to lose weight because they don't particularly deplete calories. I got a tapeworm you can swallow in. It's attached, but if you suck real hard, I think it'll break off. Okay. All right. We'll try that during the break. Anyway, the tapeworm thing's the only thing I remember from biology, and I thought it was pretty cool. Seen uh, big pictures of six-foot tapeworms in people. Uh, I've eaten that worm. Which one? The tequila worm. Uh, Anna's talking about. Yeah, that's not that's more of a caterpillar. All right, Drew. We'll be back. Yep. Be right back in a minute. Oh, talking to Drew about failing driver's ed. Mr. Gregory can kiss my hairy ass, too. Failed me out of driver's ed. Oh, can you believe that? Driver's ed. And went on to teach traffic school for a living. Yeah. yeah. Phone number for Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. I was in Vegas um, just about an hour ago, and uh, I was just telling some guys I was there with, we were talking about their driver's ed experience, and it reminded me of a story, which was I failed out of driver's ed, and because I failed out of driver's ed, at, at, at public school, I had to take driver's ed privately. You know, you you spend 110 bucks and you go down to Van Nuys and sit in a sweat box and you do like this crash course. You have to get, you know, 32 classroom hours in or something. And instead of spreading it out over 32 days, 
you do it in two days. Let me just sit in there all day and look at, uh, you know, blood on the asphalt. But I had, because I failed driver's ed, I had to take it uh, outside of school. And because uh, I took that outside of school, I had to take driver's training outside of school, too, which meant I had to pay again for some idiot to drive me around in a Chevette that had a brake on his side. And I was telling people a story that I forgot about, which was uh, we were cruising around uh, Hollywood on maybe my third trip, and the guy told me to pull over to a liquor store, one of these uh, real dicey uh, Hollywood-type uh, liquor stores, scary-to-go-in kind of liquor stores. I always wonder, uh, who the hell works at these places? Because I go in there, uh, it, it, I mean, at high noon uh, on a Tuesday when the sun is shining, and I, I run in and yeah. run out. I'm yeah. scared I'm going to get shot. I could only imagine. You know, the thing says open 24 hours. You yeah. know, I mean, what the hell is it like in there at 345 oh. in the morning on a, uh, on a Wednesday night, night oh. or something? I couldn't imagine. But anyway, he goes, he says, hold on a second. He runs in there. I know the guy's from, like, uh, uh, Israeli guy or something. Comes back with a... Uh, 3D Hustler, okay? It's the first 3D porno magazine I ever saw. He's sitting in the passenger seat while I'm driving, wearing the 3D glasses, uh, staring at the oh uh, centerfold. Can you believe that? That is incredible. Isn't that weird? I didn't think much of it. I was 16. I was like, you know, hey, you're the boss. <laughs> you want a oh hustler? You want a hustler? We were like pulling through drive throughs and, you know, it's all under the the guise of, uh, well, you got to, yeah, when you drive, you're going to go through a, you know, you're going to go through a drive through You're going to stop at a liquor store. You're going to go. Well, basically just ran errands with the dude. Incredible. Was, we did everything with pick up his dry cleaning. Oh, it was awesome. I'm sure he had dry cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> I think he got his stuff martinized, actually. <laughs> Mary. Yes. You're 45. Right. What's going on there? Okay. Um, I went in for a pre-employment drug test. I haven't smoked any pot in like eight weeks, and I you came up positive. You can still be positive. Yeah. Did they have, said it was at like 130. Did you have... It was a urine test? Yeah. Had you lost any weight lately? Uh, no. Had you been exercising more recently? Um, a little more than usual, but... That's what'll do it. Anything that'll mobilize your fat can bring the marijuana back out and into your urine. Oh, my God. Yeah, and that can happen way down the line sometimes. What was the drug? That's a very hard thing to predict. What was the drug test for? Uh, for pre-employment. Yeah, what, I mean, what was the what was the employment opportunity? <laughs> God. It's just at a convenience store. He just wants to make sure you weren't an airline pilot or no, something. No, no. Uh, really? A convenience store? Yeah. You know why they test you for marijuana at the convenience store? They don't want you in the uh, hostess rack all night long. That's not a problem. It's like, hey, uh, Mary, um, you ate $75 worth of Twinkies. ho ho. Uh, uh, Mary, I thought I would have been eating the pot. But know? I would also predict that you would have had to have been smoking pot for quite some time. Yeah. yeah. All right. But listen, you got to smoke pot. You're going to work at a, now, here's at a another convenience thing. store. Here's another thing. And wasn't I just talking about the dangers of convenience stores? You were. Now, where does that? Uh, that people don't really recognize and are pro aren't, aren't even aware that stopping long-term marijuana use can result in rather severe depressions. Have well, you, no, I've been pro on Prozac for a year, so that's well, not a problem. It'll, it'll, <laughs> <laughs> but the reason you've been on Prozac is people using a lot of pot get depressed, and that's usually why they, they start using more, they get more depressed, more irritable, and then typically switch to speed or alcohol. Because the marijuana stops working after many years for some, for most people. Well, I don't people. drink and I don't do speeds. So I'm I just, just saying, that's, that's the typical situation. The marijuana doesn't work anymore, and that's why people give it up. But then when they give it up, they sometimes get very depressed. In fact, there's a lot of suicidality, a lot of strange kind of suicidal thinking that's outside of the degree. It's greater than the degree of the depression you anticipate. So did they deny you employment? Uh, well, uh, I'm supposed to go back, like, tomorrow. But mm. I don't know what it's going to be because I went in um, to the 
clinic where I took the test, and they told me, and I even talked to a toxologist about it. What did he say? Uh, he said, there's just absolutely no no way that I haven't smoked any in the last two months. Oh. Well, you know, I do hear about them screwing those tests up all the time. But on no, the other hand, shush up, shush up, you. On the other hand, what is the time limit? I mean, you know, when, if I'm seeking employment, is no. it is it is it forever? Is it germane that I smoke pot two months? So you, you you are saying that there's addiction present, whether it's active right. or not. So these people don't deserve to be employed, or what should we do? Uh, you're taking on a liability, and then, then very often they may not. Please, employ. please, they don't test for alcohol. They don't test. Yes, for they cigarettes. do. Yes, they do. Sure, they okay. well, you see, if you're drunk at the time, you, you fill out the application. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, that's the, you know, that's they the way. For, here's how they test for alcohol and the drug. Uh, they, they, what they do is, if you don't vomit on the guy that is interviewing you, you've passed. But that's the way alcohol Please, it's works. like marijuana. You know, make the same rule for marijuana. If you don't exhale and blow a big cloud of smoke in the guy's face, you should pass. That's not a threshold for marijuana dependency. Please, it's a convenience store. You gotta be, you gotta be high to work there. <laughs> Mary, why do you want to work at a convenience store anyway? Just to have a job, you know, it'd be nice. You need the money. You can't get a job. Yeah, you know. You know what I'm gonna do? What do they? What do they pay you? To get off, and they're like going, no, boo. What do they pay? Seven bucks an hour. Six. Six. I'd pay you six bucks to stand at my front door with a styrofoam cash register and just ring it up every time I pass by. Hey, you got it. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, it would. God, when I start making some real money, I gotta get some weird, uh, eccentric stuff like that. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> All right, Mary, you can still do better in this convenience store BS. Okay, well, I, I do have another question, though, about uh, about this uh, this tea that you can get in... Uh, gold bond? Or, uh, uh, gold yeah, okay. Gold I, seal. Went, I ran to a GNC store and said, okay, where's this stuff? For 30 bucks, they'll, they'll give you this stuff that oh, you have to drink like a gallon of it. Stays work. Three hours before the test, and it's guaranteed. Now, how does this stuff work? I don't know. But so I know what it is. You drink a gallon of anything, you'll be all right. I can't think of anything that would guarantee a, a negative urine tox. And, and so. they say, yeah, you have to, you know, drink it. I'm just wondering how would that mask any any kind of drug? Right, listen, Mary, and I Mary, know a person that Mary. basically eats pot for breakfast, and uh, he did it the Mary. day after Liz, he did Mary. it. Is he a skinny guy? Listen to me. No, he's a big heavy dude. All right, mm. Mary, mm. here's the deal. Yes, you did smoke pot a couple of months ago. You've lost a uh, little weight. You've been exercising vigorously lately. Mm -hmm. You spoke to uh, the esteemed podicologist, Dr. Drew. He, he said that uh, it is activated when you burn uh, the fat in the fat cells, and that's what happened. Right. All right, no, don't tell them the part about uh, having to smoke uh, enough weed to um, kill a Rastafarian band in order to have the fat cells activated and it show up in the test. Just tell them about the exercise part, all right? That's your hypothesis. Good girl. Put some Visine in before you go in there. <laughs> oh, God. Mm. Six bucks an hour to stand behind that register. Endanger her life. As we talk. Oh, yeah. Rog? 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 Raj? What is it, Raj? Yeah. What's going on there, Raj? Hey, Adam, I want to ask you. I called about two years ago. Oh, and yeah. I gave, you gave me some pretty good advice, and, and Drew insulted me. Oh. So it's been about two years since I had the courage to call back. But um, uh, I wanted to ask you something again like and, and see what you think. Um, okay, my, uh, my girlfriend, we've been going out for about seven months. And, I, and our sex life is great. It's perfect. And uh, we have a lot of fun with it and everything. We were talking about threesomes and stuff, and, and we both said we'd be willing to try it. 
but the thing that worries me is I wouldn't mind having a threesome with, like, two girls I bring home from a bar or something. But I hear a lot of horror stories about uh, people screwing up their love lives when they bring in a third person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, this is something I really want to do. Do you, do, you, do you really care about this girl? Do I? Yeah. Yeah. What do you, what are you driving, an 18-wheeler? What's that? What are you driving right now? It's a Subaru. Oh, really? Yeah. Which one? Just a station wagon uh, I drive to and from work. Okay. Roger, I, I... You focus on getting a better car. If it's a relationship you really want to survive, uh, I would wish, hope you wouldn't put it in harm's way. Because as you know, as you've heard, it, this tends to destabilize relationships. This may not be the time to explore that fantasy. And, well, listen, Rod. And maybe it's one that you'll never get to explore because this relationship becomes more important than that fantasy. Rod is uh, absolutely right on this one. Yeah. You bring home a couple of girls from some uh, titty bar, if that's fine. You get your girlfriend involved. Uh, believe me, there's just a handful of things uh, that you're going to regret in your life with your girlfriend or wife or fiancé. This will be one of them. The other one was the, uh, where's the strangest place you ever made love, honey? And you answer it? Uh... Her answer, uh, pool table, Hell's Angel bar. Oh, really? Ooh, you slut. That's horrible. Raj? Yeah. Hey, you, follow your instinct on this one, not your um, your um, your Johnson instinct. <laughs> All right, that'll All right, work. Write that down. Girl. All right, Raj, you're fine. Thanks, Adam. All right. I think he took that to mean uh, go pick up a couple of horrors from the bar. <laughs> your schlong stink. <laughs> your schwan stink. Thank you, girl. All right, Drew, why don't you sell the next call, please? I haven't picked one yet. All right, we'll be back. Love Line, Adam Kroll and Dr. Drew. The phone number is 1-800-LOVE-191. There's no other. Oh, God. What's that? I don't know. Yeah, my little hey. something go. Put a prisoner around. I was eating at the Caesars Buffet uh, oh. not uh, four hours ago. Oh, Mike, that is some good grubbing over there. Oh, Rio? All right. I tell you, <clears throat> I don't. I, I haven't eat it, uh, eaten at the Rio buffet, but I, I really don't know how it could get much better than the Caesars buffet. I, I, the Caesars got the sports book right there. You get to look at that uh, 60-foot screen of, um, although, you know, when you're in between sports, uh, like we are now, there wasn't any basketball going, no football. They have that uh, gay harness racing and stuff. Like Where do they have the buffet? Now? They used to have it in the big showroom. Yeah. Yeah. They have oh no it's not in the showroom anymore it's oh, yeah. its own uh, buffet area oh wow she's true it's been a while yeah okay phone number for love line one eight hundred L V E one nine one fax number three one zero eight five four forty four fifty five just got back from Vegas didn't gamble on one thing didn't put one nickel into one slot that's good yeah all right Drew you ready yeah let's go let me say okay Jen <laughs> you're eighteen yep. Um, I got a question. I've been kind of, um, okay, I had a girlfriend, um, like about two weeks ago, and we broke up, and ever since, I've just been kind of, um, thinking about stuff. Like, I'm used to having really intimate relationships, like, long-term, like, you know, six months or longer. And they've always been lesbian? No, no, no. Like, I think this is, like, the first long-term, like, girlfriend I've had. Wait, 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 let me get this clear. You said you, you broke up two weeks ago? Yeah, we broke up like maybe like three or four weeks ago. How long had you been going out with her? For about four months. Okay. But I I went out with guys before and um and like I had always known that like I you know I thought women were attractive, but that's not the whole point. 
and um and so we broke up and everything and ever since like i've just been kind of like like i've been fooling around with like with other people like guys and girls and um well like not having sex because i'm smarter than that you know but um I, I feel like I feel really guilty, but I know like I don't want to get into a relationship because I'm going to college next year, and I want to know if it's like if if it's normal to to feel that guilty and, and it's normal to have all kinds of feelings about acting out. In other words, you're responding to something emotional that's causing you to do things that don't necessarily make you feel good about yourself or aren't necessarily good for you, and yeah. then when you feel bad about it, you're surprised. Mm-hmm. I mean, these things, uh, they may feel good for the moment. You sort of avoid some sort of feeling that uh, is causing you to do this behavior. But it's not something you really want to do. And it's, it's something you acknowledge yourself is not good for you. It doesn't make you feel good. It's something you wish you wouldn't do. And you feel guilty. You feel bad about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I agree. I was at Hoover Dam today, Drew. Yeah. And um, I was, like, down in the bowels of Hoover Dam. Of big pipes. They were, like, filming something there. Yeah. And I was in this one little room. It was the nurse's room. Uh-huh. And I was uh, standing there with Jimmy, and we were, like, uh, rehearsing something. And this guy walked in in official uniform, knocked on the door. Let me in. Open the door. He comes uh, comes walking in, stands in front of us for a second. <laughs> he actually takes his arm to Jimmy, and he goes, step aside. And he pushes, like, sort of pushes him and walks past him about a foot. It, it, we weren't standing in his way or anything. He could have just walked right past us. Uh, stands at the door, knocks at the door, uh, no answer, looks at me and goes, shut the door. Uh, I let the door go. I was just holding it open for him. Stands there for a second, uh, corrects us on something about Hoover Dam, and uh, goes storming out of the place. And so about uh, 10 minutes later, I was up at the top talking to one of the uh, one of the dam guys, and I said, hey, uh, you know the uh, name of a, there's a dude uh, down there, he pushed us, a tall step, uh, Herb? <laughs> Uh, yeah, bald guy, big guy. Yeah, yeah, it was him. Yeah, it was a uh, uh, special forces instructor in Vietnam. Oh, okay. Oh, we used to have him. He used to run the hard hat tours, where they go uh, the long tour, where they go all through the the bowels and the caverns uh, of the dam. But um, people were complaining that he spent a half hour explaining how to blow up the dam. Oh. <laughs> so we took him off that. Oh. And I thought, you know, everyone knows the one a hole at work. Mm. I said to this guy, I didn't, uh, this, this Hoover Dam must employ 200 people. I said, yeah, um, this one guy came up, he told us to step aside, Herb. <laughs> the, guy, the guy knew immediately. Telling people for a half hour to blow up. You imagine a bunch of Asian tourists walking around, and he's explaining Ooh. how you could blow the dam up. Oh. Yeah, that's nice. I felt really good standing right in the middle of it for the next three hours. Herb wandering around there. Mariah? Hello. What's going on? You're 22? Yeah. I just got married on Christmas. Right. And um, my husband gets really angry when I don't feel like having sex with him. <laughs> and it's not as if I don't have a healthy appetite. Um, I, you know, like five, six times a week is fine with me. Wow. Now he, if, I, if I'm not in the mood one night, he, uh, he gets really pissed off. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll get angry. He'll leave the bed. He'll go watch a porno or whatever. <clears throat> and it's really hard for me. I just married him. Mm-hmm. And, and this kind of thing wasn't happening before the marriage? It was. It was immediately you, in a relationship. Did you expect it to stop after the marriage? Oh, it's going to get no, better. No, I didn't, I didn't think it was going to get better. I didn't think it would stop. But I didn't think it was that big of a problem. Mm-hmm. And now that we're married and it's more serious, I realize that it, it's really bothering me. Well, well now you're his, his property now. 
I am. That's right. In his opinion. You mean right. because of the commitment, you're more threatened by his being upset by this? I just feel that because we're adults and we're married, we should have a more mature relationship than that. Uh, and you're the same. If one of us isn't in the mood, the other one should, you know, mm -hmm. be cool with it. Well, oh, um, you're giving it up five, six times a week. What's he? Uh, what's he want? Ten, fifteen? I think he's a sex addict. He thinks he isn't, but yeah, he does. Mm -hmm. I mean, even if we we do it. Okay, say we do it once, one hold night. Hold on, hold on. He, are, are, are you in some sort of um, lecture hall now? What's going on in no, the background? No, is it echoing? It sounds, like announcing a, it sounds like they're announcing a horse race behind you. <laughs> Turn the radio down. It's not on. TV? All right, hold on. Don't say anything. Okay. What is that? Hey, turn down the TV. No, that's it. Tough love. Tough love. See, she should have done what I did with her to her husband. Before she married him. Yeah. She's going to have to set some consequences and set some limits. And uh, if he can't deal with that, uh, she may be right. I mean, maybe he's a sex addict, sexual compulsion. Um, we can't even speculate. Her TV was up so loud. Uh, you know, All exactly, right, listen, Mariah, uh, I'm not hanging up on you. We will speak to you in about a half hour. Okay? It's a pretty, pretty tough situation. Though. It is. It's really but, into a marriage. But you shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't call the show with your TV up. Chris. Hi. Hey, you're 20. I am. No TV in the background. Nothing. Listen. Have the TV down. Um, um, have uh, the Hoover on your penis. Uh, do what you like, but don't make it distracting to us. If I can hear whatever's going on in the background, if I'm hearing some rerun of Mannix going on in the background, and then my mind starts wandering, and I'm thinking, was that is that Mike Connors in the room there? Now I'm pissed. Yeah. Okay. Adam, All right. Adam's delicate sensibilities uh, lose their fire. focus. Mariah can just hang on. Chris, what's going on? All right. I'm dating a dancer, and um, I've been, uh, it's been about six months, and everything's been great. A couple weeks ago, we had a uh, condom break on us, and uh, thanks to the morning after pill, everything was All right. cool and cool. Fantastic. But, um, and you heard that from Dr. Drew, I didn't sure you? I did. Who Stay says you're not life. making a difference, yeah, Drew? One, one uh, you guys potential are conception <clears throat> of the time. Right. You really are. It's it's just wonderful. What what kind of dancing does your girlfriend do? She's a modern dancer. Really? They both go to school at uh, at UCI. I'm actually um, a modern accompanist. I play cello for a modern dance class. Oh, so listen, it's, it's real cool. You wow. can't make a penny dancing if you don't take your top off, though, can you? They're in school. We're in school. Yeah. All right. Well, that uh, that's a hobby. Then, right? It's hard to make a penny when you're in school, you know, as is. What's she do with that modern dancing? How does <laughs> that after work? School? What do you do? What does she do? Is that an interpretive dance? Yeah, I, I mean, sometimes. You play the cello? Yeah. You're a straight guy? I'm totally straight. Wow. I found the one straight cello player. All right, what's your question, Chris? Go ahead. My question is, all right, well, I don't want to risk this ever happening because it was really, even though she wasn't pregnant, it was still really traumatic yeah. going through it all. Sure. And her problem with uh, birth control pills is that she's afraid that they're going to make her put on weight. Right. And that's a common you know, everyone knows it that it usually does. No, no, it doesn't usually do that. It just can. It, right, it can do that. And so the higher estrogen content that tends to be associated with that. So you want to take either triphasic or a very low estrogen pill. Every girlfriend I've had has been on the pill at one time or another. Never, and, never complained of uh, weight but, gain. But by the way, tended to worry about that, right? Tended to worry about it, but it was never an issue. Right. Right. Well, all right. So you. So what is what is my advice? Because I can't force her to, to talk know, to her doctor her to do this to talk to her doctor about choosing a pill with which would have the lowest probability of causing weight gain so there are different types of birth lots control of different pills. birth control pills the ones that 
have the lower potential for weight gain tend to have more problems with breakthrough bleeding and that sort of thing. Aye. Uh, but, you know, I mean, you pick your side effects, basically. Listen, don't plant any seeds with uh, young Chris, the chalice. Uh, hey, she'll be on the pill like uh, uh, a billion women are in this world, and she'll be fine just like um, almost a billion women are in this world and fine. Is, is it still really the, the best route to go on this? Would it be better off uh, with what you can get, like an injection or there's there's Norplant, I believe. Yeah, it's, Norplant is the same thing. It's all the same and thing. Norplant's, oh, it is. Norplant's getting some... I, I, for somebody that's concerned the way she is, I would not do the Norplant. But the, the shot tends to have lots of problems with, with bleeding, abnormal bleeding. Mm-hmm. So better off she should What college you go to? UCI? Irvine. Yeah. Irvine. Oh, that's what that is? Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I should have known that. Yeah, all right. What's the name of your football team over there? Anteaters. Uh, are you kidding me? We don't have a football team. What's the, what's the mascot, though? The Anteaters. Yeah, it's the Anteaters. Oh, please. Hey, I, you think Lord Jeff is bad? Lord Jeff. Listen, I can I can, uh, I can can top you with the Lord Jeff. That was the name of uh, Drew's seven-and-a-half-man football no, team. No, no, that was my college. Uh, oh, 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 that was college. Amherst? Yeah. Oh, Christ. How pathetic. Uh, I was uh, in, uh, in, in Vegas with a guy uh, named uh, Steve O'Donnell who uh, went to Harvard. But uh, his uh, high school's uh, football team were called the Lawyers. They <laughs> 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 just conjure up uh, images of guys in powdered wigs uh, running around with the attache cases. Oh my God. The Lawyers. That's even worse than the Lord Jeffs. That is. All right. We'll be back. Hey, this is E from the Eels. Hey, it's Butch from the Eels. E, Butch. Love line. Yeah. All right. Whoops. <laughs> that was their remake. Oh, it was? Yeah. Right, Mike? Yeah, it sounded yeah. a little different. Play the old one. He's going to get there. Oh, okay. Here you go. Uh, 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 uh. Set the show. I mean, All right. Hey, it's Adam. It's Drew. It's Loveline. Uh, Loveline. All right. Hey, Mike, let us go to our 10-second break, and then we'll play that. Can we do that? All right. We'll be back in 10 seconds. This is Loveline on Radio Station. New Rock. KFMA 92.1 FM. Greenville, Tucson. Hello, I'm E. I'm Butch. This is Tommy. We're the Eels. And you're listening to Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Rock on. Butch. E. Tommy. Ah, rock! That was the first one, yeah, right? Yeah, a little cleaner. Oh, oh, yeah, we got rid of Tommy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, they didn't want to talk about that. Save that. Maybe worse than one day. Phone number for Love Line, 1-800-L-O-V-E-191. All right, you ready, Drew? Let's go. Mm-hmm. Aw, rock! That's a new one, huh? Hey, Ashley. Yeah, hi. Um, I just had a question about my daughter. She's two years old, and she's been, like, acting a little weird lately. In what way? I was thinking that it... Well, like, um... I'm thinking that she's been sexually abused. I first started noticing it, like, a couple weeks ago. Like, she started taking her um, her panties off at night, and, like, um, she wouldn't let me, like, when she's in the bath, she won't let me, like, wash her or dry her off or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And she's been doing, like, really weird things. She's, like, really, I don't know, she's really interested in, like, her private areas mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's really starting to bother me. Like, this one... Were you sexually abused? Me? Mm-hmm. Um, myself? No. Sure? Yeah. What's all that hesitation? <laughs> no hesitation, no. Well, let me try something. Hold on a second. I'll do a little uh, reenactment. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, but no, I'm going to ask you, Drew. Ah. Drew, you ever sexually molested? Uh, me? 
My, no, no. My, I'm my, asking you, Drew. Me? Myself? Drew. Hey, Jack oh, Cole? No. All right, let me yeah. ask again. Let's try it again. Uh, Ever sexually molested? No. See? Uh, me? Myself? Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to go into a song from The Sound of Music for a second there. Ashley? Yes. Why, uh, why don't we believe you? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you have reason to suspect something happened to you? To me? Yeah. No, no, right. no. Okay, we'll All just right. start saying no. Right. No, Please. no. Don't lead us down these uh, these uh, dark trails. Uh, so far, what you describe is relatively normal. Okay, but the thing is, is that there's just like um, a few incidents that, like, I wrote that off as pretty normal. Like, you know, that's probably just her age. But, like, um, she's been, like, giving kisses to, like, my family members with her, like, with her tongue and things. And yeah, All right, who's around her? Um, in my house, there's... Me, my two brothers, and my sister, and my mom, and my stepdad. Mm. Is there anybody you suspect would perpetrate something like this? I think this? Uh, Colonel not Mustard in, my, not in, in the... In my, not in my house, I don't think so. Is she within the vision of your general gene pool at most times, or all times? Um, mm. Yeah, but she also goes to her um, she goes to her father's on the weekend. And what's he, he all about? He, I mean, I don't think, I don't think he would do it, but he's, he lives... With, you know, he lives with his two sisters, and, you know, I don't know who they bring in. But the thing is, is that I would think that it would be, like, more, like, repeated abuse because it's, like, it's getting progressively worse. Like I, I would doing. think more that she is just sort of acting out in ways that uh, right. re reflect the, Let me get to the inconsistency of, of her environment. Where's, rather than where's, where's your real dad? My real dad? He's mo he, he lives around. I mean, I see him. Mm-hmm. What happened to him? He, my parents got divorced. Mm -hmm. yeah. Why is he out of your life? He's not out of my life. I mean, I see him. He's just, mm -hmm. He just does his own thing. What's he do for a living? He drives. He, like, delivers mail or something. Packages. He's not in your life, actually. guys are pretty tight, huh? Yeah, he's out of your life. Why is he out of your life? You don't even know what he does for a living. Why is he out of your life? I don't know. Him and my mom didn't get along. They're not together. And uh -huh. he just decided he was no longer your father. Well, he's my dad. I said I see him. I mean, he. he no, you see him as he drives by to deliver packages. No, right? He honks and drives off sample and dro drops off samplers of uh, laundry fabric, fabric softener. All right, listen, Ashley. Yes. Uh, you got your stepdad around there. How's he? Um, he's okay. I mean, we, it, it's not a problem. He's yeah. There. I deal with him. I don't totally trust your environment. Well, that's the point. And and you're not being real forthcoming. And I don't know if you're incapable of it or you, you just, you're just one of these people that sounds naturally suspicious. I mean, you, here, I mean, you gotta understand, Ashley. We're asking you, first off, uh, were you molested? Oh, uh, me? Uh, yeah, you. Myself? Me, myself? Uh, no, uh, uh, no. Okay, that's your answer to where you molested, which okay. immediately uh, sends up red flags uh, for us. And then it's your dad. Uh, well, what, what do you mean? Uh, yeah, no, we uh, see each other. Uh, yeah, why is your dad not in your life? Well, I, I, see him all the time. He is. Uh, I don't know what he does, though. Actually, I'm not so sure what my dad does here. Yeah. All right, Ashley. Yes. So you're not being real cooperative. Okay. All right. Now, you were never molested. No, I was not molested. No one ever did anything to you? Not to me, no. When did you lose your virginity? Um, when I was 14. Who, how old was the guy? 20. All right, so that's a form of abuse right there. That's pretty bad. That's abuse. So although you weren't abused as a child, perhaps, the environment you came from led you to be a good victim. Okay, so you know what a victimization is. Do I know what... You know what it is because you've been one. I know what it is. Yeah, you've been one. 
Okay, That's but the crush, the thing is, is that she's been, she's been doing like things that like we don't do around her. Like she uses words that like we don't use around her. Okay. And like right. when she re like when she does something, I try not to react so that it's not like so you know I'm not yeah. like scaring her right. out of right. telling me right. something. Ashley, I suggest you call Child Protective Services. And I did that, and they said that they couldn't help me unless I had um, definite uh, definite. Okay, and that in the meantime, you try to stabilize this child's environment. You keep it much more consistent. She needs fewer people, more time with fewer people. Children have only certain sort of behaviors in their repertoire. When things don't go right, some of the things they manifest can look kind of weird. Uh, mm. But that's all they have. They don't have. They can't conceptualize. They don't have mature behaviors that lead you to con even even look at adolescents do. A fourteen-year-old when their environment goes bad, they start doing badly at school, acting out sexually, doing drugs. Well, a two-year-old has its own repertoire that suggests its environment is affecting it in an adverse way. Yeah, I think I would have done bad at, at school had I been, you know, in school when I was three or four myself. Right. But instead, I just planned. I thought to myself, I'll yeah, show everyone. I'm going to fail driver's end, and I'm going to fail biology. I'll show Oh, yes. Ah. Well, they got the radio on. Let's see if she turns it down. Hello? Hey, Mariah. What's up? What's happening? How do you... Am I sounding clear? Yes. Good. Good. Now, you're 22. You called in about half hour ago. Yeah. I had to put you on hold to punish you for having the TV up too yeah, loud. Yeah, I, I noticed. That's fine. Uh, yeah. You just got married uh, over Christmas, I yeah. believe. Mm -hmm. And uh, the new... You're, you have plenty of sex with your husband five, six times a week to oh, hear yeah. you say it. But he wants it more than that, and uh, he feels like uh, you're his property. I would say so, yeah. Makes you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, at mm -hmm. times. Mm -hmm. Yet, even though you knew all this, you decided to get married to him. That's right. Right. And she didn't really acknowledge it. I did acknowledge it. I recognized it was a problem, I, but I didn't realize at the time how big of a problem it was. Like people, you Let know, me people... repeat myself. She didn't really acknowledge this as a big problem. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. Right. I acknowledge it as a problem, but I didn't realize that it would be a daily problem mm -hmm. for me. Now, How old is this guy? He's 25. Mm -hmm. so he's a couple years older than me. Mm -hmm. What's he do for a living? Uh, we're both uh, like aspiring actors, and we're waiting tables right now. Great. You're looking for that metal in there, aren't you? Yeah. No, Adam. And we work together Adam? too. Mm -hmm. No, I, I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't getting a working with metal from this guy. Okay. He's an actor, huh? Yeah. Hey, you should be able to kick his ass. Yeah, yeah I can. Yeah. I kicked his ass in bowling tonight. Oh, is he? Is he uh, <laughs> he's going to take it out on you in the bedroom. Yeah, don't probably. worry. Does he have any family history of alcoholism? Um, I don't know if he has a family history, but I think he might have a tendency. All right. Well, then he definitely has family history. Is he doing okay. this when he's drunk? Um, he does it when he's drunk or sober. It really doesn't make a difference. Well, people who yeah, you got to appreciate that who have yeah. that biology, the mm -hmm. alcoholic biochemistry, may also utilize sex as a way of activating that same system, as a way of managing feelings, and a way of creating some distance from unpleasant states. Mm -hmm. And it becomes compulsive at a certain point. It becomes rewarded. The the sort of uh, biology of the reward activation becomes conditioned to the point that the behaviors become compulsive. And okay, maybe there. Well, the no, point is, all right. The point is, you may be right. Maybe he's a sexual compulsive, and uh, yeah. and you, there may not be any way to deal with this other than looking at it as an addiction and getting some help from that way. Okay. Now, but the problem is, 
he needs to realize it's an addiction. Yeah. I mean, me telling him hasn't really done anything because I've told him before. And, he's, and actually, we saw something on, like, Oprah or some talk show the other day where it said these are signs of a sex addict. Mm-hmm. And um, they, were, they were really extreme. The sign, they gave three signs, and one was like, um, have you thought about, like, death while having sex or something, like, really gnarly like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that a sex addict, is, it's, it's not quite so extreme as not, those examples. But it's like gave. any other form of addiction. It tends to progress. So watch out. And the progression, there'll be the right, progression is the consequences. Listen, as you much beat as this guy's ass in bowling, you can beat this guy's ass in a fist fight. Just start laying down the law, Mariah, that's all. You're having sex with a guy five, six times a week. Don't be an enabler. Lay it down. Yeah. Straighten right. him out. That's right. Give the guy a chance to uh you know what I mean? It's like um, you know, tug on the leash a little and give the dog a chance to heal. That's what you gotta do. Don't 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 act like a victim and say, uh, well, maybe I shouldn't have gotten married. What's this guy up to? It's my fault. Go ahead. Just tell the guy, you know, tell him uh, yank on that choke chain and tell him uh, you're not ready. You're not in the mood tonight. Give him a chance to uh, respond. Mike? Yes, sir. You're 41. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> the best years are ahead of you. Mm. <laughs> first of all, a uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Great. And you guys are incredible. I mean, you guys direct give a need to the uh, kiss today that really needs to be said. Thank you. And um, my question is for Dr. Drew. Yeah. A couple of months ago, you talked about uh, a topical anesthetic for people who wanted to get a tattoo. Emla cream. E-M-L-A. Can you spell it one more time? E-M-L-A. Ter- terribly expensive, but works like son of a gun. I'm going to get a couple of tattoos. One of the genital region, and I'm coming to deaden the pain. <laughs> oh, my God. Awesome. I don't know. I've never heard anybody using it. That are you going to get? You're going to get the barber pole or the uh, medical barber uh, pole snake? The medical, the snake, uh, the the could, sign of could, uh, the medical system where the uh, snake is climbing up that cane. The staff, the caduceus. No, I don't have enough for the caduceus. Yeah, that's rough. I could probably fit like one snake on there and part of the pole. I couldn't get that much. What are you? What are you going to tattoo? The Johnson itself? No, just the the uh, abdominal region. They have. It's called an uh, American Indian uh, virility wreath. Uh, they call it. I have that tattooed on me, and also my name. You, you know what I was thinking of? I was talking to uh, a friend of mine just the other day, and we were talking about these idiots walking around with the, um, <clears throat> you know, those, like, uh, Chinese symbols and right. stuff on right. their arms and right. a lot of uh, stuff with the American Indian right. stuff. Right. And, uh, you know, they show you this uh, symbol on the side, on their forearm, and it's the Chinese symbol for um, power, virility, or whatever. If I was the guy, I'd be doing uh, whatever it is for uh, I blow guys. In Chinese lettering. You know what I mean? Why? I mean, I, I just think, no, it, not if I'm getting the tattoo, if I'm administering the tattoo. Oh. <laughs> I, you know, you've, 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 uh, you've written in that uh, Chinese lettering on one too many posers' uh, biceps, uh, and I'd just start going nuts with that stuff. I think that'd be really funny, and uh, the guy would probably think it was look cool, and he'd probably be showing it all around, and he probably would never know until he ran into some tourists or something. You have a death wish, don't you? Yeah, I would, exactly. I would check that out, though, Mike. You never know if this guy could be goofing on you. Now, what is it? Is it do you say it was American Indian? Yeah, it's American Indian. Just a wreath is all well, it is. What, uh, what Indian tribe? I believe it's Sioux. On your belly? Yeah, it's just on the uh, area care. around the penis. Mm. All right. That's going to turn the chicks on. Ah, they can't hurt him, Mike. Now, what are you? What are you? Uh, and listen. Gamble at least on their territory. Let them gamble a little bit. Yeah, why do we, why do we, why do we kick their ass and then we name the mountain after them? I, I never figured that out. 
<laughs> Jeep Cherokee, and it, there's always a Comanche. A Jeep's got a Comanche. I mean, it's it's all every name everything after an Indian. Well, if we like them so much, why do we kick their ass all the time? I think it's guilt. Mike, are you are you an Indian guy? No, I'm half Italian, half Irish. All right, so you don't even know. And listen, there's no Cherokee guy that's getting himself like. Um, uh, you know, a, a four-leaf clover and uh, the Italian flag on his genitalia. Believe me, he's doing the Indian stuff. You should do your stuff. Be yeah, true to your culture. Shalali. Yeah. I have that perspective. I mean, I think okay. about that for a while now. All right. Quick question, say, uh, when you were in Vegas, you should have checked the Star Trek experiment at the Hilton. That it was marvelous. I stayed at the Hilton. Oh, you didn't go to the Star Trek experience? Oh, oh yeah, it was Jesus, great. where's my wallet, Drew? I don't know. I swear to God, it's on my passenger seat. I swear, I'm going to show you something. I, I'm going to show you. Uh, all right. What is Just it? Just remind me to come in. Just remind me to go get, uh, get get my wallet. All right, anyway, Amla? Yeah. Oh, please, with I love this stuff. Uh, I, there's nothing I hate more than one of these guys that gets into the American Indian experience who's not Indian. What the hell is that? Please. Mm. Oh, come on. I mean, somebody who starts living it, is that what you mean? I suppose somebody who's just interested in it. Uh, listen. Uh, there's nothing wrong uh, with the Indians. Uh, I just say, uh, if you're not an Indian, you, you know, why put all the crap all over you? You know, you see these idiots walking around with the big uh, big turquoise belt buckles. They got their hair uh, braided down long. Uh, you know, they're, 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 they're grasping real hard. Ah, I'm a 164th uh, Comanche. All right. You never hear anybody. Indian is the only one where they talk about, where they get in those, those percentiles that uh, don't even make a difference. You never hear any guy uh, go around, uh, yeah, well, I'm 177th uh, uh, Welsh. <laughs> People look at you and go, shut the F up. Who cares? What do you mean? What's your, uh, what, your, uh, your small toes Welsh and the, 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 uh, the rest of you is Polish? Please. People do that to American Indian. I'm 118th uh, Chip, Chippewa. All right, so uh, you're 17, 18, something else. What is that? That's the one I'm interested in because uh, I figure that's what you are. Listen, if you had a dog, you had a dog that was 17, 18, uh, Doberman uh, Pinscher and 118 Poodle. Poodle. <laughs> Would you go talking, hey, the dog's 118th Poodle? That's where it gets its tenacity. But, but I, think Please. We, I think we will get some calls about this because I, I know the African Americans are the same. So it actually comes to be a problem, too. No, everybody drop it. your ethnicity, would you? Just be a good person. Make some money. Forget about all these stupid tattoos. Matt, you're 18. Yeah. What's going on? Um, my girlfriend, I've been dating her for like three months or so. Uh, she's bisexual. And like she talks about encounters that she's had in the past, back when she lived in Arizona. With women? Uh, like, you know, with other girlfriends and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of gets to me sometimes. Was like, she very promiscuous? Um, she's never told me, like, exactly how promiscuous she was. But from what I've seen, yeah, she was. Or from what I've heard, yeah, she so, so it's the fact that she was with a lot of people, not so much that she was with women that well, bothers you. It's also, like, we work together. Yeah. And, uh, like, a girl walk in, and she'll comment on how good she looks. So you're threatened by her bisexuality? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Adam adheres to this theory that uh, people who uh, sort of uh, ad uh, not admit but but proclaim their bisexuality are, are basically telegraphing the fact that they are going to need to be with both sexes. I'm going to cheat. That's that's what they're saying. Yeah. 
Yeah. Eventually. Well, Eventually, he, this relationship will end, and I will be with someone of a, uh, another gender. Otherwise, That's you, what you're announcing. Otherwise, you'd say what? I used to be lesbian? Or I experimented with women? Yeah, you're, you, you're currently, you currently are not... If you say, yes, you'd have to leave it behind you. It's like saying, uh, I'm Jewish. You know uh, Hanukkah's coming up, eventually. Eventually, there'll be some celebration of Hanukkah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or whatever it is uh, your holiday is. Or else you used to be Jewish. Otherwise, you're not anymore. anymore. Yeah. Uh, that's right. And believe me, it's coming. Hey, otherwise, why say it? Because you're, 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 you're now, you would be former. I, I mean, it w- you would be a former bisexual. You made a choice now to be in a heterosexual relationship. Huh? Right. Or, or it's lesbian and you're yeah. denouncing your bisexual status. But yeah. either way, when you say, I am bisexual and I'm in a relationship with you, it just means eventually I will have my face buried in something other than you. And believe me, uh, they never disappoint. All right. And at 18, how old is she? Uh, she's 17. Yeah. No, 17, boy. Somebody's mm, acting like that. She's, uh... Tends to be somebody with a, with what a, happened a to history. Her? Yeah, what happened to her? Do you know? Um, uh, she dropped out of high school when she was... Yeah, well, what was happening to her at home? That. Uh, I know that her father, um, used to sexually abuse her. All right, yeah. so that's a surprise. Well, oh, but uh, to, to all the guys from uh, GLAD out there, uh, but she can still be bisexual at 17 on her own. It has nothing to do with the molestation. All right. Just, I had to put that uh, disclaimer out there. We don't want to get anybody pissed off. <laughs> yeah, sure. It had no effect on her at all. We just uh, guessed that there was something up with her. Yeah. All right. But it's going to be a pretty rocky ride with her. And people with those sorts of histories, if they haven't been treated substantially... Uh, usually inject a tremendous amount of chaos in their relationships, even so far as not being able to understand their own sexual identity or, or be able to uh, complete their sexual identity, let's say. Okay? All right. So be very careful mm-hmm. with that. Right. And also wear condoms and wor- I worry about you getting exposed to sexually transmitted yeah. diseases. Right. We always do. All right. All right. Be careful there, Matt. All right. This is one of those, uh, you know... Treat this, you know, you should treat this relationship like, uh, it's like having a, a sack of fireworks. Just light them off, enjoy them, but um, don't plan on getting them back and using them again. Or just enjoy. That's right. They'll go off, you can don't, smell them, they make a little noise. Don't get attached to their nice appearance. Don't get attached to that bottle rocket or those M80s. Break. They're all nicely laid Just uh, light them, stand back, and enjoy. Suck in that sulfur smell a little bit. And then, uh, and then get over it and move on. That's good, isn't it, Drew? Mm. All right. Hi, this is David Arquette, and you're listening to Love Line with Adam Carrera Corolla. All right, again. Sorry. Hi, this is David Arquette, and you're listening to Love Line with Adam Carolla and Doctor Drew. Yes, you is. Oh, Although, that funny? I like Adam Carrera. That is very funny. All right, hold on. Let me work on a new radio name, Ace Carrera. Ooh, that's, that's even better than Ace Rockola, isn't it? Yes. I actually like that better. Ace Carrera. All right, let's write that down, Drew. That's my new name. Yeah, good. All right. Um, we're going to go to some calls. Uh, phone number, 1-800-LOVE-191. Just uh, talking to Ann about uh, how hot it was in Vegas, and uh, she mentioned that it was uh, pretty hot out here yeah, like uh, this weekend. Yeah. And I want to just send a quick message out to all uh, the weathermen who uh, may possibly be listening to the show or all the wives, friends, or loved one of weathermen working in the uh, Los Angeles area, especially. Uh, shut up! You're all boobs and should be stripped of uh, whatever title you hold. 
Please, you jackholes. Now I'm going to defend someone. Oh, uh, hold on one second. Dallas just, Rangel, just, right, a great guy. He's, he's a great guy, and I'm sure he'd make he a... Takes this I, very I'm, seriously, I'm sure he'd make a great computer technician. But these guys, with the five-day forecast, please, for Christ's sake, these guys are boobs, all of them. Right. We had a whole bunch of uh, exterior shooting stuff to do, and we're watching the news on, uh, like, uh, Saturday, Sunday last week. Well, a couple of big storms going to blow in uh, Monday and Tuesday. Then Wednesday, it's going to be clear and windy. And then Thursday, those storms are blowing in again. So it's going to be a week. Uh, buy your umbrella. It rained uh, three drops on um, Monday and uh, was like Palm Springs the entire rest of the week. Not a drop, not a cloud, blue skies, Hot. and hotter than hell. Yeah. Uh, so the whole brace yourself for the El Nino. Uh, just a ridiculous lie. And here's the thing, too, you a-holes. Uh, if you don't say anything's going on, then I'm not going to be um, tainted or jaded in any way. See, it's worse to say it's going to rain and then not have it rain. Right. I, there's two things I want. I want you to preface everything you say with it may be or it is my opinion or I am under the impression that and then I want you to start apologizing for screwing up everyone's uh, forecast in a week, you idiots. These people do nothing, and this whole five-day forecast is ridiculous. They can't even figure out what's going to go on the following morning. Five days. Please. Jackasses. Hey, Drew, you have anything nice to say about these people? Because you know they do nothing. No, I know Dallas takes this very seriously. All right, but uh, how are, are they wrong at least 80% of the time? But w you're blaming the messengers, the damn meteorology scientists right. who are behind all this to give people. them the information that they all report. Right. Stop saying it like you believe it. All right. Stop telling us what is going to happen. Maybe the new weather report ought to be m making fun of and uh, looking in context at the information that comes to them. Here, here's the new weather report. To the best of our knowledge, although you know we're wrong, at least 50% of the time we think think there's the possibility of some storms rolling in, although we could be wrong. Right. That's how I want it delivered. Not to uh, buy, uh, get those galoshes and uh, batten how down the, the hatches. How about they report the probabilities with... Uh, oh, yeah? please. We're, all right. we're trying to plan the, the whole week and Billy. we're thinking it's going to be a disaster. Yeah. Bail us out of this. Uh, not much. Come on, see what's going on. Um, I have a question. Yeah? Yeah. Um, what I want to know is if I can ask my girlfriend if she'd marry me. Well, here she is. What a, what a surprise. Oh. Kim? Kim. Hello? Kim, are you there? Yeah. She's not there. She's supposed to be. Hello? There she is. Uh-oh. It don't sound good. Kim. Huh? Um, I have a question for you. What? It's Billy. It's me, Billy. Um, we've been together for like almost three years, right? We have two kids. Mm-hmm. I want to know if you'd marry me. Yes. Oh, wait a minute. This is someone doing a voice. Huh? That's Engineer Mike from the other room. What? Hold on a second. Billy? Yeah. Now, hold on a minute. Kim? Huh? Hello? <laughs> hey, that was a two-syllable job. What's going on there, Kim? Not much. Mm-hmm. You like Billy? Yeah. Three kids? Mm-hmm. You got two kids? Yep. How old are you? I'm 21. Uh-huh. Uh, is Bill a pretty good guy? Yeah. Good provider? Yeah. Where do you guys think you may go on your honeymoon? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Are you watching TV now? No. You uh, playing a crossword puzzle? No. You reading that book, uh, Son of Sniglets? No. No. Uh, are, are you in shock? Yeah. 
Oh, you are? Are you overwhelmed? <laughs> In a way. Uh-huh. How, uh, how often do you get proposed to? Not often. Not that much? Nope. Like how many times this week? None. Oh, none. This first this week? Yeah. How about this year? First time. Uh-huh. How about mm, last three years? Like the second time. Second time? Yeah. Uh, Billy asked you before? Yeah. But things didn't work out. What happened? I moved out of state. Wow. Why'd you do that? I don't know. Stuff like this makes me sick. <laughs> so you're just like out by the rail yard and something like caught you by the scruff of the neck and just dragged you into another state? <laughs> no. All right. So Billy's asking you. Hey, here's what I'd like to do, Billy and Kim. <clears throat> this just didn't go the way I'd planned, and it's not. I believe it didn't go the way you're going to want to remember it for the four and a half years that you're married. So, Billy? Yeah. Why don't, yeah. why don't you ask her one more time and be a, just a little more sincere and, and, and think old-fashioned. And, uh, Kim, huh. um, see if you can be a little less uh, blasé about your answer. Okay? Okay. Like I'll, uh, I'll, I'll do a quick reenactment with Drew if it doesn't work out. All right? A good, uh, a, a, the way we'd wish it to be or the way it actually Well, we'll out. do the last one. All right, you want to be uh, you want to be Kim or Billy? Me? I'll be I'll be Kim. You be Kim? Yeah. Kim? Huh? Would you marry me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to try again, Billy? Uh, yeah, sure. All right, Kim? Yeah. Let's see if you can rally here just a little bit. I know it's late. You ready? Go ahead, Billy. Okay. Kim, um, we've been together for almost three years. I love you, and you. Been by my side even through, even though we've gone through some bad times and everything, and things haven't worked out before. But I'm willing to give it a chance if you are. I want to know that if you want to spend the rest of your life with me, will you marry me? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, if I asked somebody, uh, "Hey, do you like my new haircut?" and they gave me that answer, I'd be pissed. <laughs> I really would. Like, I would, yeah, that's the way you pause. answer people. Okay, Billy, right. I love you also. I know uh, we have two kids. Yeah. Things never worked out before. Hopefully they will now. Yes, I will marry you. Good, good. Better. All right. I, I, I demand that you both uh, start seeking counseling immediately. I don't even... This is the first... Uh, I want you guys getting a mar marital counseling before you're married. <laughs> Pre All right. Counseling. All right. Good. The kids, the kids. Yeah. Think of the kids. Make it stable. Make Good. it work out this time. God bless you. Oh, that was wonderful. Touching, huh? Lisa's moving. crying in the next room. It's such a moving experience. Boy, isn't that wedding going to be great? Uh, uh, do you, uh, Billy, uh, take... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Cam, do you... Yeah, ditto. Well, then I now pronounce... All right. Uh, we got to get the kids. Uh, we got to pick them up for the movies. Oh, I'm sure just uh, every every girl. I, I think every little girl grows up dreaming of uh, this day. <laughs> Taylor, hi. Hey, hi. you're 14. What's going on? Okay, I have a question. Um, you know how they have that hair test for people who smoke pot? Mm -hmm. Right. If you have that mullet haircut, they know you're on the weed. Yeah, I know. Well, um, if you if you've never smoked pot but you're around people who smoke pot a lot, can it like show up in the test? No. Okay. I really not. I mean, I don't. I if, I'd be. Sh 
I don't know that for a fact, but I, my understanding is that that would be the case. I mean, if you were in a closed room for many hours to the point that you actually were intoxicated by the drug, I suppose that it would show up. But just being around it is n- certainly not sufficient to have it appear in the urine. I guarantee you that. That's a, that's the one that most marijuana addicts tell me is the reason their urine is positive. Right. But uh, it's not. Well, how do you know, Drew? It doesn't happen that way. Okay. All right? Yep, thanks. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> Taylor was on hold for 110 minutes to ask that. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Could have found that on the Internet in about uh, 45 seconds. Sarah? Yeah. You're 14. Yeah. Um, okay. I was. I just got with this guy, okay? And um, he. we really liked each other, and then he told me that he was really religious, and I told him that I don't really go to church, like, ordinarily, mm-hmm. like, regularly. Mm-hmm. And, like, tonight he called me, and he said that um, he was breaking up with me because he said that being with me would bring him away from God huh. because I don't go to church. Huh. Mm-hmm. You think that's something? That, you think, I'm not really happy with that. Do you think that's something somebody else is telling him, like his parents, or? I don't know, but he he goes to church like a lot, and he's mm-hmm. really into all that. Mm-hmm. And I used to go to church, but I time hasn't been really good with us, my family. We don't really have time to do that. Yeah, time hasn't been good for you. I mean, good you with mean, us. You've been very busy. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. Like mom work has really. Strange hours. Well, listen. You do not need to go to a church in order to um, congregate with with God. Uh huh. You know. Because I know commune. I believe in God. And commune. Yes. He just says that it's not it's not good with him. That. Yeah. Listen. This guy probably worships Satan. He just wanted to break up. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? Either that or somebody's pressuring him. I mean, maybe you know some certain. <coughs> parents want people to stay within their own community and church and what what what, what is his religion? I think he's Christian. Christian. Mm-hmm. Listen, Sarah. Uh-huh. I don't want to uh, offend you or make you feel bad, but guys do what they want to do for the most part, and usually there's nothing, even God, uh, that can stand in between them and the uh, woman they love. Uh-huh. I don't think uh, he was real hot on the relationship and probably about done with it anyway, and that's why he's saying this whole God thing. Now, so you're telling Sarah just to accept it, not try just to sort of accept yeah. it, and move on. Whether uh, whether it's because um, it's it's he's he's really a religious fanatic, in which case you don't want him anyway. I mean, who wants or, some guys going to church three days? Or a week? it's somebody pressuring him. Uh-huh. You don't want that either. Or it's BS, and he's just looking to get out of out of the relationship. Uh-huh. Any any one of those scenarios uh, is good enough for you not calling him back ever again. Agreed. Yeah. All right, is that Probably. all right? Yeah. How, how long are we with him for? Um, a few weeks. All right. Yeah, yeah it's experience, all right. Sarah. Yeah, because like the relationship wouldn't have really worked out because it was like the guy that my best friend really, really liked. The guy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your best girlfriend really liked. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Probably wouldn't have worked out. Anyway, okay. Well. I just don't understand why he did that. Well, don't try to understand it. He has his own reasons. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you. Okay. Great. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, you know that it's a it's something that uh, that. Um, lasts much longer than the belief in Santa or the Easter Bunny. This what whole relationship stuff. I mean, I could remember being there, too. Where? It, someone tells you, uh, uh, you know, uh, they can't go out because of X, Y, or Z reason, and you're trying to get to the bottom of it. Oh, right, right, right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, and they give you, you have... these reasons. Uh, I don't go out with people I go to school with. Right. 
Uh, I don't go out with people I work with. And that goes way, yeah. I don't that, go, that goes way and, into adult life. That, that, why? Thinking, why? How could he or she do that? How could they behave that way? Right. So you start hearing stuff like, uh, I don't go out with people I'm in classes with. It's too. Oh, okay. So you start thinking, well, if I drop out of school, uh, I could marry her. Mm -hmm. And what you don't realize, and Anne, uh, please jump in here. When you are into a guy, you are into a guy. Oh, yeah. And everything else could just, mm -hmm. they could just be damned. Uh -huh. I don't care if your folks tell you he's no good. I don't care if you're working uh, side by side with the guy. I don't care what your policy is or was. When you're into the dude, you are into the dude. And uh -huh. as a guy, when you're into the girl, you're into the girl. And any reason that you offer up is essentially... Go ahead. Offer up some reasons. But it's just, offer it's just, them up, it's just Drew. I will translate these for you. Uh, offer them up. Uh, uh, I, 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 <laughs> How many years are radio? I don't like people with nappy hair. Uh, I'm not into you. Uh, that's not... Oh, shut up. Oh, for Christ. I can't even do a scenario with you. You know what I mean? When you're in, you're in. Everything is just an excuse, but do not dig at that excuse because they will eventually have to yell that uh, the truth. You, you discuss that. Yeah. Okay. Of course, I had to hear that when I was a young lad. We'll be back. Uh, oh, yeah. Everybody What's up? Uh, this is the latest man, and uh, you're listening to The Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Uh, Drew. <laughs> yeah. And I see by the Carvassier bottle that our time is up. Ah, okay. He's right, and we're going back to the phones. Joe. Hello. You're 18. Yes, right. What's going on there, Holmes? Um, I have a problem. I have two girlfriends, and um, one's um, kind of like a nymphal. She has to have sex every day. Maybe three, four, even five times a day. Mm. And I like it. I'm not going to do I like it, but it gets kind of old. So we got the real ladies' man here. Yeah. I married to my brother to top it off, too. You're what? I married to my brother. So well, he's, he's married to his brother. No, I like married to my brother. Oh. Okay. <laughs> wow, I heard that, too. Yeah. That's all right. When we said what, he said it the exact same way, <laughs> and the exact same speed, and the exact same pronunciation, which is great. Hey, Joe? Yes. All right. So, could you just get uh, one girlfriend? No. Actually, I want to be with both of them, but the other oh, girlfriend, okay. she's kind of like a, she's kind of dingy. Like, All right. What's your question for us? Um, should yeah. I be with one because I love her? Should I be with one because of the sex? All right. Listen, jackass. Put a condom on, please. Yeah, I do that all the time. All the time. Every time. I, I love know. I love the sex, but then I don't love her. But I love the other girl because she's nice to me and treats me good. But she don't give me the sex. Well, Joe. Uh, neither of those relationships sound like love. Now, love isn't usually based on uh, availability of intercourse or uh, how well some, how many favors somebody does for you. Uh, well, maybe, I don't know. Maybe just hold back. It's a and, cumulative thing. Hold though. back and date, and don't lead these young ladies to believe that you are involved. Let them know you're just dating. All right. And it's okay to date, but just date. Joe, enjoy yourself. Don't get anyone and pregnant. And don't for a second think that uh, they're not very involved with you emotionally, because both of them are, and they're going to be hurt. Mm. Oh, could you imagine being very involved with Joe emotionally? Well, it says something about <laughs> who that would be. Oh, man. i kill myself immediately. you kill me, Drew. If you, Okay, there's three things I want you to kill me. Uh, if you ever catch me uh, actually listening to the weather, guys, again. No quoting them. 
Uh, I don't mind. I, I will listen to them for that day. But the, if if it's anything uh, like the five day forecast, okay. which is uh, which is wonderful, um, listening to them uh, tell you the five day forecast is like uh, listening to Manson tell you about uh, some record projects he's working on. It, it's really the same. I mean, it's the same. It's just as useful. It really is. If, if you were talking to Manson, he's going, I got some projects coming up, going to be working with the Beach Boys. And you were going, oh, uh-huh. Oh, uh, let's see. When's that coming out? Oh, I see. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll look for that. It's just as useful as that. Way holes. All right. What's the other two things? And um, oh. uh, planting bulbs. Yeah, I had a bulb And becoming emotionally attached to Joe. Okay. One of those three things. You just snuff me. Just put me down. What'd you have? A bulb discussion today. Oh. You're getting close, Drew. Yeah. Shannon. Yeah. You're 16. Yep. You know, the last bulb always ends up in your ass. <laughs> hey, yo. What does that mean? It just means you're going gay. What? Go ahead, Shannon. All right, uh, I got it. Hey, uh, Shannon. Shannon? Yeah. Shannon, hold on a second. All right. You know why? Why? Because you uh, were on the air for 17 seconds and you used the S word. Now, you're where you're on the radio? Okay. So you're that stupid. So just hold on a second. All right. I have to start punishing these uh, callers. Shannon, uh, I didn't hang up on you. We uh, may get back to you before the show's over. Three, you got another caller? Yeah. Greg? Yeah. You're 19. Hey. How stupid do you got to be? You use uh, the, the SH word... Uh, 11 seconds into your call on a national radio show. How effing stupid do you got to be? All right. Sorry, Greg. What's Go up, ahead. Greg? Um, I wish I had the problem. <laughs> Greg's devastated now. Go ahead. I wish I had the problem as the last caller that his oh, uh, yeah. friend of seven sex too much. What's your problem? Uh... Well, my girlfriend just got a new job. She's a 911 dispatcher. Hmm. How old is she? 19. 19? 911 dispatcher. Listen. How about that? Here's what I want you to tell your girlfriend, by the way. I want her to start making a list. They know where these calls come from? Yeah. Greg? Greg? Yes. Anybody who calls in for directions or because their dog's uh, bringing up a uh, fur ball or because uh, they got a bunt cake in the oven and anybody, they want to know how long they leave it in there. More than twice. Or anyone who calls more than twice in the same year, I want some serious pistol whipping going down. Okay. I pay a million dollars in tax each year. I've never called 911 before, but you know the night there's a couple of Klansmen having a party on my front yard, and I call them, it's going to be busy because uh, the, the woman's on the phone because of the dom domestic violence problem <laughs> for the 15th time that week. Yeah. All right. You I'm tell her You tell her I want that master list. But I want, in terms of the weakest link in the chain uh, being but up the potential problem is a 19-year-old manning the front line. I don't care. She's not using the, she's not tying up the phone line talking to her buddies and stuff, is she? No. Okay. Uh, by the way, I'm a reserve police officer, and I'm 19 also. Great. Hey, listen, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. God bless you. <laughs> Just don't give anyone tickets. Um, anyway, since she started her job, uh, we just don't have sex anymore, really. Like, 
once every seven to ten days. Mm-hmm. I was just wondering. Uh, sort of the national average, but what what, is, what does it she tell you? Yeah, the reason? not for the nineteen year olds. Yeah, I know. What does she tell you the reason? Reason is uh, just stress from the job. And, well, I can okay. imagine. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that job's not for her. If it's, if it's really affecting her life, it's really for people who don't care. <laughs> it really is. All right, hey, Greg. Yeah. Uh, you, you just have to work with her a little bit, but uh, don't put the full court press yeah, on. Yeah, understand. You know, be, she'll be get she'll be get empathic. Weird. Understand where she's at, and that she is stressed, and that she needs your support. I mean, she'll probably come back around. Mm. But maybe you might want to encourage her to a different uh, job too. I mean, if that's if it's affecting her that much, it may not be the right. I can't imagine nitrile. I mean, going through all that. I know. I'm willing to be capable of doing it, but Listen, I'm not tolerating you, it. You may in a phone line where uh, the only calls you get are people who are being beaten and stuff. They're crying. You know, you get those calls like, uh, you know, uh, Nicole Simpson would call it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but it's not as though she's trained to handle it or manage it. She's, she's as helpless as the caller. I'll tell you, I would have a master list, Drew. Yeah. I'd go. I'm sure. Vigilante justice. Wait, wait a minute. Is this... Uh, this is, we yeah, just took this call. This. Jack Hole. Get with the program here, Drew. Shannon? Yeah. All right. Hey. All right. What do you want now? <laughs> All right. Um, you know, there's this girl who goes around school, and she was pretty nice to me and stuff, and, and I thought she was my friend, and then one day she just started telling everyone that I raped her, and she was going around in school crying and saying she violated my body and this and that, and mm-hmm. then I found out that she's some kind of pathological liar. Mm-hmm. And, Obviously. And... Uh, I guess she said that her that she had her ex boyfriend's baby when the guy like dumped her for another all right, girl. All right. So and she's a very very disturbed young lady. So yeah, what, what's your and, question and for then us? One of my friends started saying that uh, she's doing it to cover her sexual identity and stuff. Well, she probably doesn't know what she is, Shannon. Yeah, but I don't what know. Kind of high school is this, by the way? Yeah. Can't you guys just go? Why don't you go steal the mascot from the neighboring school? When are we gonna get back to that? You know what I'm talking about, Drew? Oh, yeah. You go like two miles up the road and you steal the goat. <laughs> Isn't that what people used to do? No, you toilet paper the campus. <laughs> She's swimming in a cesspool of confused sexuality. What the hell is going on? Is this uh, some kind of... Uh, is this the, uh, the Sigmund Freud uh, middle school you're going to? Shannon, what's your question? Yeah, well, do you know what? I don't want to, like, knock her down because, like... I don't want to, like, I'm not going to judge anyone who's, like, less than hetero, but... Look, I, she's just a very disturbed person. It has nothing to do with her sexual orientation. This is a, somebody with serious problems. Uh, leave her alone. Believe me. I went to school with this girl named Stephanie, did the same kind of crap. Everyone jumped down her throat. She, you know, asked about her to somebody um, a year ago. Oh, Stephanie, oh, yeah, she killed herself. You'll feel bad later on in life. Believe me, you will. You'll have to spend a good part of your adult life thinking, um, well... I know it was uh, an accumulation of things. Uh, how how many bricks did you sort of uh, jumped on that bandwagon? Yep. And not that they're responsible directly, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. All right, so get over it. And but besides, your name's Shannon. You, you can rape. Uh, listen, I can have videotape of you raping someone. You get thrown out of court. Uh, next case, uh, rape. Uh, Shannon, bro, uh, dismissed. Next, Shannon. All right, you'll be fine. Let's do rock ninety two point one KFMA. Hi, this is.
is Dan, John, and Jake. We're Semisonic, and you are listening to Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. I like that song. Yeah, it is. Yeah, sounded good live when they were in here a couple weeks ago. Well, that just about does it for another fine episode of Love Line. We have a, a huge uh, action-packed week planned uh, this week, including uh, L7. And uh, wasn't uh, Bad Religion supposed to come in here at some point, Ann? ten days. Oh, ten days. Yeah. Next week. Yeah, they're on uh, next Tuesday. Ah, well, good. Looking forward to uh, talking to those guys. But uh, anyway, want to thank uh, the fabulous Lisa and uh, Sherry for doing a wonderful job. The Angular One producer, Ann, for putting her feminine stink on the show. And, of course, the one nut wonder who's uh, suspiciously involved with the show tonight. But I'm sure, um, like like gas in the wind, it, it will pass. So until next time, this is Adam Crawler for Dr. Drew saying mahalo. This has been Loveline. The opinions expressed herein are not necessarily those of the staff or management or producers or directors or the advertising or anyone. They might be Bob's. I'm Bob, and 